Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Evolutionary.org Hardcore 2.0, episode 47. Coming your way. Today we're talking about Shred with Anavar Masteron, compliments of Parapharma. And uh, you know, this is a great, great podcast for those of you out there who are looking for some ideas on how to use Anavar and Masteron. We're going to talk about Parapharma. Uh, this is a great brand. They've been around a long time. They've really been gaining popularity the past couple years. We're going to talk about shredding and how you can shred and what is shredding all about. We're going to talk about how to stack Anavar and Masteron together, what to stack it with, if needed to stack it with. We're going to talk about some tips and tricks as well as part of your shredding journey. So, yeah, let's start about Parapharma, Mobster. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Parapharma and how you got to know Parapharma. Right, so our regular listeners will know that I've done a, last year, 2023, as we record this podcast in early 2024, I did a cut stack, just four weeks, and the idea was uh, get a little bit leaner, a little bit lighter on my feet, because I'm a big heavy guy, and see what the fuck can be done in four weeks, and see uh, that someone who's, and I, I think I take this approach on his podcast, he's a brutal, sometimes brutally honest almost too much uh, direct approach to the way that I respond to questions and keep answers quite concise. I can talk the iron legs off a donkey stay, but certain things I'll say no, and that's it. If you're too young, whatever, right? So there's a certain level of honesty that's appreciated, and that reputation, I think, has been gathered over a very long period of time. So if I say that I'm going to run a cut stack in four weeks, I'm going to put in there no bullshit approach to what I do. So I did. That was exactly what I did. I told people what I, the body weight that I started at. I told people the amount of cardio that I was doing. I told them what I was cutting back in calories and so on and so forth. And what happened, I was actually using a Parapharma product called CutStack 150, which included the first time I'd ever used any trend. So there was a little bit of trend in the CutStack. And I went from a starting weight of around 327 dropped down to 320, and then really crazy, recomped because of the trend back to 327. But as Steve knows, and I've mentioned this in other shows, my waist went down and stayed down. So I'd got leaner. I'd got more, more conditioned, Steve. I wasn't, I'm still not a great fan of trend, and I said so, but was the product effective? Yes, 100% effective. For me, no doubts about it. I consider that was a great success, as I put at the end of, of, the, of, the, of the four weeks. The other thing, and we talk about this when we talk about approved sources all the time, and I'm double-checking as we do this show to make sure that I know exactly what I'm talking about, Steve. So, for example, on the Parapharma Parent website, there is a tab for lab tests. We love lab tests. We love certificates of analysis. Why? Because it means the company are keeping you with making sure that their quality stays the same. They want you to be able to come to their site. You don't get this on every site, which is kind of annoying. 
And I think it should be something that we should see on any supplier's website, especially if they do it properly, Steve. Randomized samples taken from the products, a batch of products, sent off to the lab and put up those lab tests. Now, I've seen companies, including other approved sources, where the products are a tiny bit off. We know that there is one member on our regular family forums who takes the product himself, does a, a, a secret sat by, doesn't tell them that he's going to be testing their product, goes to the proof source, buys randomized products, gets them tested out of his own pocket. This is fantastic in his particular it means he's not influenced. It means there's no group involvement. It's just him with his own pocket. And we've seen all of our approved sources. I'm not going to say the accuracy is about 98, 99%. That's awesome when it comes to UGLs. It really is. You're not getting much better than that when it comes to an actual pharmaceutical company. So this is the kind of stuff we like. On, on another tab that you've got on Parapharma is approved suppliers. You can literally go on there, put the supplier name in, and check that the company that you're using, the reseller that you're using, so the indirect buy, if you like, is a legitimate company that Parapharma are working with, a reseller that they're working with. And for example, and I'm not going to mention the name, one of our other approved sources, 90% of the products that that particular approved source sells is Parapharma product. That's how much they like it. I believe they're UK-based. So again, this is a company, as Steve said, I think it's coming up on 13 and a half, nearly 14 years, so over a decade. That means in terms of industry, and Steve and I are very familiar with the history of underground labs and how it works all the way back to muscle media, talking about Mexican lab back in the year 2000, hence the name of the magazine, MMK 2000, where you could have, and I've seen this, companies that last a year, UGLs that last a year. In order for a company, a UGL, an approved source to last over a decade, you have to be doing things right. You've literally got the approval of the rubber stamping of the buyers, the customers, that's us, and they're continuing to go back to you and buying your products. You'll get your, your accuracy of, and quality of product is good compared to other UGLs, and you do that, and you end up becoming a brand. So what is Parapharma now? Parapharma is a brand. It is one of those names, and I'm not just talking about the Evo family of forums, but forums everywhere, because they do exist, where you can mention certain brand names and even if there's a certain degree of bias, as there quite often is with other forums, because of how they're sponsored, because of how those particular forums are supported, Parapharma will be one of those brands where it's recognised right the way across the spectrum. It go Reddit, go go on, on uh, Meso, whatever. You can go onto these other places and say, "Is Parapharma any good?" And you're going to get positive comments, Steve. That that's how any of this stuff should work. It can be a difficult sometimes when you're talking about approved sources and other forms and whatever else, but the reality of that situation is there are some brands that cross the whole thing, the whole spectrum, and become recognised. And Parapharma is definitely one of those brands. What do you think? Yeah, and a lot of people want to know, um, you know, they hit us up, where can we get these products? You're not going to be able to get it directly from Parapharma. As Mobster was just talking about, you can cross-check the sources on their website, but how do you know who to cross-check? So again, let me repeat, I've been trying to tell people this as well when I um, answer this question on social or whatever, if I run into you, you got to come to our website, you got to come to evolution.org and check out the sources we got. Then you can cross check the sources we got 
to find yeah. out who's got piriformis. So, you know, it's one of those things where we can't post on social media, go, you know, go to this source, go to that source. We got nothing to do with that. But what we can do is tell you, come on the forum and do a source check that way. This way you make sure you get authentic piriformis. And up to, date, Steve, up to date, Steve. I mean, here's the situation, guys. You're listening to this podcast. It might be when it's just come out. But if you're listening five years down the road, because the information we give you today is historically accurate, it might mean that that's changed. So you come on and you check that it hasn't changed. There will be sources that will last for decades themselves. Resellers can come and go. You need up-to-date information so that they make sure that you're getting a product which is sound, it's solid, it's approved, it's recognized, it's tested, and all those kind of things. So we don't mind you coming and asking. In fact, we encourage you to come in and ask, Steve. Yeah, and you know, I you know, I'll talk about a little bit my experiences over the years using anabolic steroids. There's a huge risk of getting fake anabolic steroids. There's a huge risk of getting fake anabolic steroids. It's very frustrating. And um, you know, I've been through it a lot over the years. And I can tell you that there's nothing worse than being in a situation where you're getting you know, you're on a cycle, you're busting your ass, you're going to the gym, all the pain that you go through, little nagging pains yeah. that we go through. And then you find out during the cycle that the gear that you were using was fake. And it's extremely frustrating. And, um, you know, so we're trying to basically prevent that. That's why we do these podcasts and we talk about some of these brands. This way you, you get the brand from the authorized reseller you know, yep. with Parapharma, you get the you can cross check as Mobster said. Make sure you put in the website properly. A lot of people yes, screw that's, that, that up, especially yeah, don't fuck it up. And a lot of there's some websites out there too. They try to rip off the source's name, and um, you know these people they're just career criminals. Okay, they're born to mm -hmm. steal. So they instead of going out and creating a legitimate website and you know and doing it the right way and doing it the honest way. For some reason or something in their brain, maybe they were abused as a child. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they just career criminals. And so they'll set up a website, a fake website with a similar name. And um, and then they'll try to sell you, uh, you know, fake gear. Let and me talk about that for a second, Steve. I just want to I just want to make a comment here, guys. And I've actually talked about this in another topic and discussion before. It's, it's kind of bizarre for me, right? I, I use this analogy and let me explain why you end up becoming a great brand as well if you don't do those silly things. So it's very easy to create a website and get a domain name that's very similar to someone else's. This is a little bit off topic, but what the hell? And you do it in such a way as to get the garner the sales that you might have got by being legitimate. The irony, Steve, and this is how daft it is when it comes to drugs and drug dealing and steroids and whatever, is you get the money the first time, maybe the second time. But if you'd have actually done it legitimately, you could have money for years. You could have done business for years. All you're doing, you still got to send out fake products. You still got to send out something that's not approved. Ironically, if you did it properly, you could have actually created a legitimate business that would have garnered you sales. If you'd have done it honestly, you'd have actually got thousands of customers. And if you worked with a company like Parapharma, you'd have ended up with the support of Parapharma to help you produce a great website selling solid products. So ironically, Steve, you might get a few bucks calling people with a moody domain name or a little 
you know, IES instead or IE instead of a .com or whatever. But ironically, you could have had a legitimate business that would have made you thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars if you'd have done it properly and actually ended up with something that was done properly. I'm going to give you an example, Steve. Let's say that I was growing drugs and someone ripped me off. You get ripped off once. You don't get ripped off multiple times. So they make some money one time, whereas if they work with me, they can make money again and again and again. That's how it should be done. This is how it used to be. And it was kind of weird. You didn't know what you were getting. Was it under under you know, was it underdosed? Was was the oil, the carrier, the well the people themselves yeah. could have been honest, right? But they don't yeah. know where it's coming from. They get it from someone who gets it from someone who gets it from someone. Parapharma yes. is direct. Direct yes. from Parapharma to the reseller to your door. So you don't have to worry about that. That's the point. You don't have to worry about that with Parapharma. So we love Parapharma for that reason. So let's get into shredding one on one mobster. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on shredding one on one? Give us your first initial thoughts. Right, so here we go, guys. In the winter time, and this it doesn't have to be done this way anymore. But listen, when we talked about bulking and we talked about shredding, I talk about working with nature, Steve. So the reality of the situation is thus: you go. It doesn't matter if you got air conditioning, heating, whatever, or some other fuckers. At some point, your body responds to nature. So the shorter days, the colder days, the winter days, which is for the majority of us listening. Uh, you tend to put on a little bit of weight and it's a great time to bulk. You're more likely to be covered up with your hoodies and your gray, gray you know, sweats that the ladies like and all the rest of this kind of stuff. And it's a great time of year to get in the gym and hit the compounds, get the big weights on and put on a little bit of extra muscle with a little bit of body fat. Come the spring, come the longer days, and this is already starting to happen, Steve. Global warming, thank you very much. We are we 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 start taking layers off, and we start revealing some of that meat, that muscle that we added in the winter time. So here's what happens, right? This is now as we we do this podcast, middle of February. In another month or two, Steve, the sun's going to be out on a regular basis, so the days will be long enough that a few of us, more hardy souls, will be wearing shorts, and then before you know it, it's t-shirts, and then the beach weather. And now is the perfect time, literally the perfect time, mid-February, end of February, to start shredding down. So what does shredding really mean? Okay, uh, I'm going to say getting lean for most of us. The great and vast majority of our listeners, literally just having a six-pack, some abs on display would be great. But true shredding, real crazy shredding, and I'm going to use this in a way, listeners, to motivate you, to make you try to get as lean as you possibly can, because the leaner you are, the better you're going to look. True shredding is crazy fucked up stuff, Steve. I have been around long, the game long enough. And of course, we've all got access to it and Instagram and whatever else. You can see people out there with eight packs. You can see people out there with what looks like fibers dance, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve, fibers dancing around on their chest. Horseshoe triceps with lines on the horseshoe. Quads, where the guy is picking up the skin on his quad and it looks tissue thin. That is shredded to the fucking bone. Now, even if you want to get halfway there, listener, you will look amazing. And here's the thing. I'm going to say that the majority of our listeners are men. Women too. We've got women listeners, of course, but the majority are men. So the majority are going to want to look good. They're going to look, want to look good in the park. They want to look good when they're knocking the ball around on the field. They want to especially look good, Steve, when they're hitting the beach. When they're driving down there with the roof down, when they're walking around the neighborhood, whatever, attracting the ladies. And some of that 
we get the back and forth and whether whether it's necessary or not. But the truth of the matter is, and especially for the younger male listeners, looking good, feeling good is a massive confidence booster. And that's super important. But let's be honest, guys, just because we're gym crazy idiots, and I'm including myself here, who doesn't like the idea of a vein popping up on their bicep? Me included, Steve. What the hell? I like to see my traps with my T-shirt. And the leaner I am, the more the traps are pronounced, the more my chest sticks out. So it's all fucking good, Steve. You've done the beach thing. You live in an area where you can still do that kind of stuff. Tell me what it's like looking good on the beach. Look, at the end of the day, you know, we got to we gotta take care of ourselves. We got to be lean, you know. Um you want to live a long, healthy lifestyle, you got to be lean. You got to have a flat stomach. So the idea here, to me, it's not being a skinny guy with abs. The idea here to me is being a big, muscular, strong guy with the veins that Mobster was talking about, but also being shredded, also having a that, that six-pack, you know, the four-pack, at least the four-pack. Six-pack, you know, as you get older, gets harder. When I was a teenager, okay, Every day I did sit-ups, every single day I had crunches and I'd sit-ups. I didn't really understand the science behind it, but I knew that if I did these and I went through the pain, you know, of feeling that burn on my, and just pushing through that burn. And for like two minutes, after you feel that burn, just keep going for two more minutes, feel that pain, embrace that pain. I knew that I could have washboard abs. So that's one of the things that's very important to me is always having those visible abs. And that to me is what's being shredded, but it's not just being skinny and shredded. Okay. Cause when I was a teenager, I was a skinny guy with abs. Okay. But I wasn't big and muscular yet. I hadn't started my weight training journey until I got, you know, 15, 16 years old is when really things took off. So being muscular, being strong, being vascular and being shredded. That to me is a true definition of a shredded person. I'm not impressed by a skinny guy with abs. And I'm not impressed with a guy with, you know, a big batch of belly hanging over his belt. You know, that Mm -hmm. doesn't impress me at all. All right. But what impresses me is that rare physique, which is extremely rare. You're talking about on the beach mobster. A lot of the people I see on the beach are tourists. Very rarely are there locals on the beach. I mean, it's one of those things you live there. You don't really enjoy it as much as you should. Even people who live on the fucking beach, most of them are <laughs> fucking old. And they just fucking sit in their, their condos, all right, in their building. And they rot away, right? They don't even get to enjoy the beach. That's And that's sad and pathetic. But they want to live on the beach for the view. They want to sit on their balcony and have breakfast or have a cigarette, whatever. That's their business. I'm not putting them down, but I'm just telling you that, that how it is. But the truth of the matter is, it is rare. Because you asked me, mobster, what it's like. It's rare to see someone yeah. like that. So when you're that person and you go to the beach, you got no shirt on, you're walking down the beach. Maybe it's me being egotistical or being vain. But when I walk down the beach, I feel like women along the beach, they're looking. And you know what? You know, I'm pretty sure that they are. They're looking at me and they're like, damn, that guy. He's got fucking abs. I wish my boyfriend had those abs. I wish I could, you know, feel on those abs. I've dated women, you know, who've, you know, touched up my muscles, touched up my 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 abs, you know. They love it, you know, because they don't experience that. So if you can be 
that yes. small percentage in America, yes. okay, because third of our population of adults are obese, all right? So if you could be that certain per percentage, you can get the guys, you can get the girls, whatever you're into. But more importantly, you can walk down the beach and have people look at you like, damn, that dude is... Because they're going to think in their mind, number one, not just that, but to me, it's that, wow, that guy eats healthy. Yes. He takes care of himself. He trains. And that's Works really... Hard. And that's important. To, he was to, in the gym. That yep. is more important than me than them pointing at me and say, wow, that guy looks good. That's more important to me because that shows discipline. And we have you know what, Steve? There's an even element of, and this is ironic, guys, but, and I, I say this as kinsed to the male listeners, actually, ironically, you'll get as much kudos from your buddies and from men as you will from the ladies. That's how, you know what, in a perverse way, that's actually kind of useful. Let me give you a, an example of what Steve was talking about. I've had this shit back in the day. So I think I started out more of a bodybuilder than the, than the strength athlete that I am now. And I've done the whole sitting on the balcony, my mum's flat, uh, sunbathing thing, covered in the white tropic with a pair of, I think, some sort of uh, spray-on shorts or what the hell, Steve. And I got the shout. I gets up under the balcony. I lean over the balcony. And three of the gang, female members of our little gang of our group of people, whatever you want to call them that we hang around, hang around with, downstairs and all looking up. I'm tanned the fuck with a six pack. And I get the I get the comments. Steve, that's absolutely now. As big as strong as I am now, it's more the guys. <laughs> like how the fuck to get to me that big? How to get to me that strong? So I, I, it's it's kind of weird, but that level actually. And again, boy, girl, whatever you like, it still works because even if the guys are saying you look amazing, then the girls are still going to be checking you out. So it's all good either way, Steve. Here's the thing, and I think this is what we're really talking about today in terms of being shredded. We want this podcast to motivate you and keep you plugging away, whether that's with the dinner plate and your knife and your fork, whether that's killing it in the gym, whether that's six o'clock in the morning doing your cardio, and of course, with Parapharma assisting you to get into shape. So listen, as Steve said, the percentage of people that look crazy lean is tiny because it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard to do that cardio at six o'clock. There's other things. There's a million things that will distract you. But we want you with Parapharma's assistance to be that tiny percentage. If Half of our listeners become that 1%, Steve. That would be fucking amazing, True, truly amazing. And we'd love for that to be something that Parapharma can assist you with. Let's talk about now, Steve, the two main products, and we're obviously going to put other stuff in there as well. Yeah. So specifically, let's talk about Anavar and Masteron now. Yeah, let's start with Anavar. Let's talk a little bit about Anavar. And Anavar, it's, you know, it's got a molecular structure that was put together um, a guy named Raphael Papo, um, he was the one who synthesized a drug. And um, he came up with the drug from dihydrotestosterone, same thing as Masteron we're going to talk about shortly. But uh, being a DHT derivative, this, this one of the traits of a DHT derivative, Mobster, is going to be that it doesn't aromatize into estrogen. And that's where you got to start when it comes to shredding. Because if you're retaining water, it's going to be really hard to see that those cuts to your muscles, it's going to be hard to see those muscles when it's filled with water, too much water. You know, our muscles are mostly made up of water. Our bodies as human beings are mostly made up of water as well. That's why we live on a planet that has so much water. We need water to survive. With no water, if you went to a planet and landed, 
and uh, there was no water on the planet, you would die uh, within uh, a day and a half, two days, three days. You would die. You need water. We need water. Um, so, but the thing is, when you have an excess amount of water retention, you're not going to see those abs as good. So, you're not going to have that vascularity. You're not going to have that hardness. So, what we do here is we run these DHT derivatives. They're very important when it comes to shredding for that purpose. Now, if we were to run something that does aromatize into estrogen, you get a opposite effect. I mean, you, your muscles would look more fluffy. Um, you would get, uh, you know, your, your abs would be covered up more with water. The water would basically cover them up. You want to get those cuts to them that you see those bodybuilders when they flex, see those cuts, you, you would lose that. So that's the idea behind this. And the reason they did it, it wasn't because they wanted to get bodybuilders shredded. It was because they didn't want this 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 compound structurally when you take it aromatizes into estrogen. So the the way they accomplish it is that the um, they get an oxygen atom replacing the methylation and the two carbon in the seventeen position. So what they wanted to do is create a steroid that was less androgenic than dianabol. And did not aromatize into estrogen. So that yeah. is why they created Anavar. Um, look, at the end of the day, Anavar, look, by itself, it's a pretty weak steroid. If you run it at 5 milligrams, 10 milligrams as a male, it's going to be really, really weak. So you've got to start. we got to start with the dosing. As a male, you got to run it 30, 40 milligrams. Um, some guys run at 50, 60 milligrams, somewhere in there. Somewhere between 40 and 50 is a sweet spot per day with the Anavar. If you're a female, it's going to be 10 milligram max. Some females go two and a half milligrams. Some, some go five milligrams. And look, Anavar, the way it's structured again, and it wasn't what they intended when they, when they produced the steroid, okay? But when you start jacking up the dose to do PED dosages, okay, you start getting effects beyond the medical uses. So yep. in this case, it is liver toxic. So you're jacking up the dose. You are going to have liver toxicity with Anavar. That is true of most all anabolic steroids in some capacity, some more than the others. And Anavar is definitely as an oral, it's going to be 17. So you want to make sure you're running your liver support with it but not within 90 minutes, either before or after, because the liver support supplements can interfere with the drug itself. So you want to take it 90 minutes either before or after away from it. Number two, when it comes to Anavar, you got to make sure you understand that it's not going to be a steroid solo that's going to give you those androgenic effects. But when you stack it with something androgenic, yes. it really takes off. Like, for example... I'll give you an example right now. Trend with Anavar. Mm. Different ball game, okay? If you're a good responder to Trend when it comes to cutting, you will run Anavar with Trend and absolutely shred up, okay? If you are a strength athlete and you react good to Trend when it comes to strength, which universally pretty much 99% of you will, you run mm. it with Anavar, you'll get an amazing amount of strength and you'll shred up in a lot of cases, at the same time. But we're not talking about strength on this podcast. We're talking about shredding. And for shredding, if you're a good reactor to trend, 
you could throw in maybe 150, 200 milligrams of trend with that max dose of, of Anavar. And some pros, mobster, who are doing physique competitions or open competitions, they'll run the Anavar even higher, 70, 80, yep. up to 100. Back in the day, I remember on the forum, on the old sister forums that we had, guys were running Anavar 125 milligrams, 150 milligrams even. But I suspect they weren't running good quality Anavar. They're running underdosed Anavar, so they had to jack up the dose. Now with Parapharma Anavar, and they've got two options for you. They got the Anavar 10, which is great yes. if you don't mind taking multiple pills, or if you're female, they have the Anavar 50, which you can always split in half if you wanted to, to take a lower dose, or split it in a 75 percent. So if you wanted to take a little less than the 50, and it's quality. So you don't got to jack up the dose to 125 milligrams. You'll get good results on 50 milligrams. Trust me. It's a great, great product. In fact, this summer, Mobster, I'm going to be running Parapharma Anavar <laughs> ahead of the summer. Wow. Because during the summer, I like to go to the beach. That's when I like to go to the beach and just fucking enjoy the beach. Especially in the evening, once it cools down a little bit and the water is nice and warm, I like to hit the beach. So I'm going to be showing off my abs uh so if you guys and gals out there want to see steve with no shirt on hit the hit, hit the beach with me uh, summer and it's going to be thanks to parapharma anavar so i'm going to be running 50 milligrams a day myself let me talk, let me talk about anavar for a moment ahead, yeah. here, so, so listen we've got one of the things i sometimes do in the forums as i say if you want to know how a steroid works look at what it was used for medically and here quite simply it was one of the things it was used for is to inhibit Muscle wasting. Because basically, you're, you're incredibly ill. You're in hospital. They're giving you Anavar, so you're not wasting the weight. So you're on a shred. You're on a diet. You're doing cardio, and you're eating less, or you're eating a lot cleaner, and your activity levels are scored higher. One of the things that can sometimes happen is you'll lose some of that muscle tissue that you worked your ass off all winter long to keep. Right. So, and you, you know, come the summer, you're cutting down. You're getting shredded. You, you will lose a little bit of muscle tissue. But what we're talking about here, especially with Anavar, and to a lesser degree, uh, Parafarm Restaurant, is keeping the hard-earned muscle tissue on the bone, right? So that the meat stays where the fuck it's supposed to, and the fat is what we want to disappear, and that's excess waters is what we want to disappear. So these are super important. The other thing is, and Steve knows this already, I love Anavar. It's one of my favorite orals. I, I would put it up pretty much up there. Number one, number two, you can flip them around. For me, it's going to be Anavar or Debo. Uh, I've tried a couple of the others. These two work for me all day long. And Anavar specifically, which I'm running right now, is for me a strength enhancer. I've talked about running stacks, stacks and Decca, where I would go from 280 to 300 pounds. And that happened two years on the trot. It enabled me to break some strength records at the particular time when I was using it. Anavar, I never put on more than five pounds, but I was always put on five pounds, Steve, on that, that especially at that particular time when I'm going to say I was at my physical peak, my mid 40s, killing it in the gym, smashing records, winning competitions. And VAR for me was a strength enhancer. The one negative, and this will be a fuck on your cardio, can be, and you must treat this with taurine, as Steve knows is the VAR pumps. They are legendary. D-Bowl pumps are almost pleasant. Anavar pumps can be... I mean, I've had the, the pumps in the shins. I've told the story. Doing Walking to town, going to the bank, 
go into the shops and having to stop three times in a mile just to rub the pump out of my shins. It was horrendous. Same with lower back pumps doing uh, kettlebell conditioning work with a buddy just killing me. But in terms of my strength enhancement, absolutely, is one of my all-time favourites. Let's talk about Mastron as well, Steve. Right. I will say right at the beginning, just get this out of the way. Okay. We sometimes see on the forums someone looking to shred up and they're looking for uh, steroids which cut, cut our steroids and they've included Masteron. But this is what sometimes happens. It doesn't happen every time, but I'm just going to put the negative right at the beginning, get it out of the way. You'll see someone, and I'm just thinking of a recent post, 17% body fat, and I'm taking Masteron. It's not working out as well as I wanted it to. That's because you're 17%. Masteron is known as a hardener. Literally, uh, some steroids... And some of this is down to contraction and posing and flexing your muscles and whatever else. And you should actually do that when you're on a shred because it's going to make those muscles pop even more. Here's an insider tip for you. Mastron will be literally, is literally where the flexed muscle feels like a rock. And that's amazing, but it's not amazing if it's covered in a layer of body fat. It works best for the muscles to pop, for you to look absolutely killer shredded if your body fat is sub 10%. Now, as part of a stack that Steve talks about, and I'll let Steve talk about Masteron now, with the overall effect, it's that synergy that we sometimes talk about, Steve, combining the two things together. But you must, and I will emphasize this at the end of the show, must put the work in at the dinner table, and you must put the work in when it comes to cardio. Talk about Masteron as a steroid, Steve. Yeah, same thing as Anavar, structured to be a DHT derivative. Uh, they altered it. They did add in a methyl group at the carbon-2 position. Protects the hormone from metabolic breakdown. And um, it, it, you know, it was one of those things that they put together. Basically, I would, I would call it a straight DHT, almost like they extracted the DHT from the hormone. And, um, you know, they, they, it first hit the market in 1970. And it was manufactured by a company called Syntex. And, um, the, the compound itself was originally developed by Syntex back in 1959, along with Anadrol, but they didn't release it until a decade later. So one of the things with Masteron, as Mobster pointed out, is that it's a great hardener. Just the way it's, strength, it, it's structured, it's a great, great hardener, but you have to be lean. One of the things that I noticed when I was using Masteron, it wasn't me that noticed, one of my massage therapist noticed, she was massaging me. She actually made the comment. She's, she had, she said, you have the hardest muscles that I've ever massaged. And um, that was when I was on Masteron. So that was, that was it. And ironically around that time, I was having a lot of issues going on, you know, skeletal issues and stuff like that, a lot of pain and stuff. So you got to keep that in mind with Masteron. If you're someone who's got spinal issues, you've got pinched nerves in your neck and in your back, and you get on Masteron, think about what's happening. You're hardening up your muscles around those nerves. So it's going to cause them to become even more pinched. So you got to keep that in mind when you, before you decide to use Masteron. And Mobster also makes a really good point about being lean. What's the point of hardening up muscle, okay, if it's covered up by body fat? doesn't make any sense. So one of the things that I recommend with Masteron is being less than 10 or 11% body fat with Masteron, even lower, you know, eight, 9% would be ideal. This way we can actually see the muscles that you're hardening up because if they're covered up by fat, 
Muscle and fat are two different things. You can't take Masteron and turn the fat you have into muscle, all right? Or make the fat disappear or make the fat harder where you can't notice it. I, I don't, I'm trying to grasp the logic of some people out there who don't understand that. You have to get rid of the fat first. Get rid of the fat so it's not showing up and not covering up. If you got a big belly, okay, how are you going to see your abs? You got to get rid of your belly. You got to have a lean and, and, and flat stomach in the first place. And it starts with your diet and it starts with your cardio. And we're going we're gonna to get into that shortly. But look, with Master Run, you run it by itself, it ain't going to do jack shit for you. Okay, you got to stack it. So you can stack it with Anovar. Okay, and then you can start adding other steroids to it. So Parapharma, they have a couple good Masteron options, um, which are found as Masto E200, which is 200 milligrams a milliliter, the enanthate. They have a Masto P100, which is a propanate, shorter ester. So if you want to, um, you know, get on the cycle and have pretty quick hardening effects, and you're in a rush and you don't mind pinning more often, then you can go with a propanate. Um, and then that would that would really start kicking in within a few days. If you don't mind waiting a week or two to get the hardening effects, maybe more like two weeks or even three weeks with the enanthate, then you can go ahead and run the Masto E2 on. I personally like the E because I don't like pinning and I don't mind waiting a little bit, waiting a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, me too. Because the Anavar, if you're taking the Anavar with it, the Anavar is going to kick in much quicker. Obviously, it's an oral; it's got a shorter half life. So, I like that. But if you're if you want flexibility, you go with a propanate because the flexibility with a propanate, you can add it in the middle of your cycle. You don't have to wait wait two, three, four weeks for this to reach peak in the body because the anathate will reach peak at about four or five weeks. And to you know what I'm saying, so if you're halfway through the cycle, you're like man, I want to harden up now. I'm getting leaner, and you want to add something. Then in that situation, that would be how you use a propanate. So either way, they got you covered. It's really cut and dry and simple. Back in the day, you know, with Syntex and these other pharmaceutical companies that were coming up with, with things like, you know, coming up with Mastron, they didn't have the NNTate option. So Parapharma is really cool because they do have the NNTate option. You know, at the end of the day, you can run Mastron with Anovar. And um, let me tell you something, the dosage with Mastron you want to get in at least 250 milligrams of the master on a week. Okay. And then um, ideally a lot of people run more like 400, 500. Okay. Um, you're really going to get some really crazy good hardening effects. If you're going to run it with the Anovar, you can go ahead and run, you do 500 master on 50 Anovar and you get really good hardening and really good, um, you know, effects where you're shredding. On, on those. That would be a really, really good option for you. Now, when it comes to stacking, that's one of those things where I mentioned earlier with Trend and Anovar. Now, if you're a good reactor to Trend, which a lot of you are, um, some of you out there, you can run Trend and eat like shit and you still shred up. You know who, you know, you guys, you guys know who I'm talking about. We've seen these guys on the forum. These guys on the forum, like you actually go on their social and they look like shit. Okay, because they don't know how to train, they don't know how to eat, but they ran trend and that covered up their 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 issues. And they have a very good genetic response to trend. So even though they don't know how to eat, they don't know how to train, they still shred it up on trend. And they'll post up pictures of themselves on the forum of the way they look like on trend. But then you go to their social and they look like absolute shit. It's not even the same person. You're like, well, what's going on here? 
So they have a picture from like 12 years ago where they look shredded, you see? So if you're a really good reactor to trend and you eat good and you train your balls off and you run it with master on Anobar, you can literally like be go on stage. If you're a good genetic responder, you, you literally like be on stage after one cycle. That's how good that stack is. And that's why you see a lot of competitors. We've got guys on their forum who, who are pros who compete at high levels. And they always, always are running trend and master on. Always. And in their situation, they'll either run Rinstrol or they'll they'll run Anovar. Okay. Um, if they don't mind paying a little more for the Anovar, they'll run the Anovar every time. So those three work really good together. So with the trend, you could go somewhere between 200, 300, maybe 350 a week. And that would give you uh, an, an amazing shredder stack. And I would go, uh, Parapharma has, has, has you covered on the trend. They have different trend options. Um, they got a trend ACE and they have a trend E. So I would go, I would match up the trend with ever, whichever master on you're using. If you're using mass P, I would go with trend ACE, keep it simple, mix them together in the same syringe. Just the way it cuts down on injections. If you're going with the master on E, then I would go with Trenny and mix them up. This way you can inject it twice a week and you can mix them up in the same syringe. It'll be much easier to do it that way. So that will cut down on your injection. So that's a really, really good way to take advantage of Trend in that situation. Mobster, what you got as far as fast stacking? Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I'm thinking, Steve. I mean, I've run uh, Anavar multiple times and I've always, unless I've actually, I can literally forget the one time I made a mistake with the dosi. 50 milligrams is a sweet spot for 90% of our listeners again. And so that would be my recommended daily dose for Anavar every single time. Uh, as Steve said, do we know that other users that use more? Yes. Do competitors specifically uh, show competitors, bodybuilding show competitors use a higher dosages? Yes. But that tends to be for shorter periods of time. In terms of the Masteron, I'm going to agree with Steve, and I'm a low-dose kind of guy. So if you're running 50 milligrams a day of VAR, you're talking about 350 milligrams a week. So anywhere between uh, four to 600 milligrams per week of uh, Mastron. And again, with, I'm, I'm keen to agree with Steve in terms of the less pinning, the better is always going to suit me. It's highly up to the listener if they want to do more and have the flexibility that Steve talks about. But the Enamphate 200, three mil a week, Spread through the week works perfectly fine for me, Steve. I'd probably dose that twice a week at a mil, mil and a half. Uh, I'm looking on the Parapharma website. And again, it's not necessarily one of my favorite medications, but we're talking about people wanting to shred. So for short periods of time, Steve, I'm looking at their Clenbuterol 40. Now, we've done a show on this before, and you're looking at anywhere between 40 to 120 micrograms at a time. And again, I've talked about the side effects and how it makes you feel. But again, guys, if you want to be that 1%, if you want to be in crazy R shape, then you're looking to do certain things. And again, we're talking about PEDs here, Steve, so there's no mucking around where, where you have the option. And Clen is one of those things that's going to assist fat loss. Absolutely. Everything else, Steve, I mean, you've mentioned Tren. I mean, I could talk about Tyranobol. Tyranobol, uh, funny enough, and this is a thing, when we talk about Tren, we know that Tren has a massive yeah, Go impact. ahead and talk about Tyranobol a little bit, and I'll talk about a couple options as well. Go yeah. ahead. So, yeah, so in terms of Tren, it can have a massive impact on your cardio. And I've already talked, as we said earlier on in the podcast, about the impact sometimes of the, uh, the, the discomfort in uh, VAR pumps. 
But Tyrannobol, as we've discussed on other shows, was specifically created to exist, assist athletic ability. So in other words, as Steve likes to do, if you like running 5Ks, some steroids will absolutely destroy your 5K times really bad. The pumps will stop you running the 5K. You'll run out of gas on the 5K and so on and so forth. Whereas prior to the stack, prior to the cycle, you'll be fine. Tyrannobol is one of those ones that was actually created to assist athletes, specifically javelin, shot put, and so on. But it's actually one of the ones that's going to help the shorter distance running. So in terms of you having less of an impact on your cardio, and I think actually, again, my other recommendation is the Clen would is, is supposed to be a, a, and was used as an aid to breathing wasn't necessarily something that's going to help your cardio and these things are super super important tyrannobol steve as we know again it's probably around the same dosage per day and if i was doing a tyrannobol and a var and a master on stack i would keep my master on numbers down probably no more than 400 milligrams keep the var at the sweet spot 350 milligrams, 50 milligrams a day, and run the Tirana bolt at the lower end, 20, 25 milligrams a day. What about your other options, Steve? So Parapharma has an ACH option. It's called Paratropin. It comes in 100 IU. So 10 different vials in the kit that are 10 IUs each. And it's affordable. And look, at the end of the day, 1.5 to 2 IUs. That's all you need because it's good quality ACH. With um with this parapharma version, and you can stack it with the Anavar and the Mastron, so it'd be a pretty pricey cycle, but it will really do a good job of of fat loss. So I would start the HGH before you run the cycle. So you want to have the HGH in your system for a couple months going, because that's when the fat loss really starts kicking in with HGH. And you don't have to worry about, you know, getting shut down or anything with ACH. So I would definitely consider doing ACH for a couple months, then getting on the Anavar and Masteron, and then continuing the ACH when you come off. And you should get some really good fat loss benefits over the course of four or five, six months. Um, so with ACH, one of those things with ACH, within the first couple of weeks, you'll start noticing you're sleeping harder. It's almost like taking like a NyQuil or something before bed and you sleep like a rock, right? All night. That's, but that's what HGH does. It makes you sleep harder. Okay. And then it also will give you greater appetite. But the weird thing is you'll eat, like you'll, you'll eat more, but you won't gain any fat. It's really fascinating. Uh, what the way HGH works in the body, but you don't want to run it too high. You run it too high. You'll start getting side effects like carpal tunnel, and, and even some water retention and stuff. So you want to keep it at two IUs or less. Once you get into month two, month three of HGH, that's when the fat loss benefits start kicking in. So that's what I'm saying. Give it a couple months before you start your Anavar and your Masteron. Now, another option too, Mobster, is Primo. And Primo is one of the, the best steroids um, over time when it comes to you know what they used to like to use back in the golden age. And with Primo, the Parapharma Primo, it comes in a Primo 100. It's very affordable. Uh, the ejections are much more smooth than historically. I can remember using Bear Primo. This was a while ago. It was like at least 10, 12 years ago. And let me tell you something. I injected this stuff. I was on the ground. This stuff is like motor oil. You can barely even get it through. I had to use a 23-gauge needle. And I barely was able to get the, the oil through the syringe, uh, the, the needle. 
it's so damn thick and it's it, it will put you down because because of, of the pain as soon as you inject it the, the pain is is incredible and you're sore for like two or three days absolutely horrible and i have to go through that shit for like 12 weeks okay parapharma primo is much more smooth they know what they're doing they they made it where it's much easier to inject for volume see the bear primo because it was pharmaceutical coming came from pharmaceutical they're thinking well you're gonna do a small amount right they're not thinking for bodybuilders this is the stupid things the way bodybuilders think this is how dumb bodybuilders were back then mobster is they're stupid including me at the time because they're thinking well i'm gonna run it at a ped dose so that means i'm gonna run five or six cc's of this stuff a week it's just not logical but back in the golden age, they had no choice. That was the only way they get it. They weren't underground labs in those days, as far as I know. <laughs> they were underground no, labs. So you <laughs> had to get it from a pharmaceutical company. You had to run something that wasn't designed to be ran at that much. It's like getting a tetanus shot. Like giving yourself a tetanus shot every day. It doesn't make any sense. But you know that's what that's what they went through but now you don't have to go through that you don't have to go through that pain and suffering no. you can use something that's no. more smooth so with a primo you can run four five six hundred milligrams a week and you can stack it with the anavar and you stack it with the master and you have really really good results 12 week cycle and you can use the anavar toward that second end of the cycle and you have really really good uh cutting results winstrol is another one mobster winstrol uh, and they have uh, a Winstrow, two Winstrow options, a 10 and a 50, just like the Anavar. And yep. Winstrow, different than, the, even though it's a DHT derivative as well, Primo's a DHT derivative, but they're structured differently than each other. Um, so with Primo, you'll get lean muscle mass, okay? Even when you're eating in a deficit, as Mobster mentioned earlier in the podcast. Winstrow is is a DHT derivative as well, but it's structured differently than Primo and structured differently than these other steroids. So the way it's structured, the way it end, the end result on Winstrol is you will dry out like you would not believe. So your joints will come very, become very, very dry. So when you move your joints, it'll, be, it'll feel like there's a rubber band in your joints that you're moving. That's how dry your joints will get on this stuff. So Parapharma, as I said, they have a 50 and they have a 10. Okay, so you can run a. Um, I like to run with Winstrol 25 milligrams. Yes. But a lot of guys like to run 50. I like to keep it lower with Winstrol, but a lot of guys recommend 50. The pumps are insane on Winstrol. This is one, if you like to do high volume in the gym, you like to bodybuild, you like to weight train, resistance train, Winstrol is, is, is a great one that you can add to your stack here. And I would run anywhere from 25 to 50 milligrams, as I said. Go ahead, Momson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that, Steve. Um, definitely, Steve's actually talked about using Winstrol in the past and described the sensation of, again, super lean at the time as well, of almost a dry, crinkling sensation. So we're going to give you some tips and we're going to talk about cardio here. So one of the tips would be to make sure you've got some healthy oils in your diet in terms of both fish oils, nut oils, and so on and so forth. Make sure that's part of your overall uh, fat intake. Don't be. Here's a tip in terms of cardio, and I actually did this when I was doing uh, the Parapharma Cut Stack 150, Steve. I I, I, get, I I tried to get out two times a day and get at least for, for my height, my weight, etc., a minimum of six thousand steps. I up that to nine thousand steps a day. 
So the cardio you can do is important. If you can't do specific cardio, if it's so goddamn horrible or the pumps are so goddamn bad that you're not getting the cardio in, then you're not going to be doing the thing that you need to do on a daily basis. And trust me, sheer greater levels of physical activity, i.e. cardio, whether that's stair climbing, whether that's trail walking, whether that's riding a bike or whatever else, whether it's a cross trainer at the gym, a rowing machine at the gym, or just running or getting your daily steps in, is super, super important. We've got members on the forum, Steve, that are hitting 21,000 steps a day. That level is crazy, crazy. I'd have to be out half the fucking day doing that. But if it works and it is working for them, that's the way to do your cardio. Choose something you can do. On the cardio thing again, and we've talked about fasted cardio in the past, literally get it up, get it done, first thing in the morning, half hour, 25, 30, 40 minutes before you have breakfast. Guys, I hear excuses. You want to get shredded? I don't want to hear excuses. So the excuse is thus. It's negated. Set your alarm for half an hour early. Get the fuck up. Go out and get your walk around the, walk around the neighborhood. Come back in, shower, get ready for the day, eat your breakfast, get the hell out, get to work, get to school, get on whatever you've done. But you'd have done this, and here's the thing, Steve, as well, which is another plus. You'd have started the day right. You've literally you've ticked a box, and it's first thing in the morning. You've literally started the whole goddamn fat journey, fat loss journey, the journey to getting shredded, and you've done this at the very beginning of the day when everybody else is still scratching their asses and laying in bed. doesn't matter what the cardio is, but you've got it done already. Now, number two, which is super, super important. Parapharma products are amazing. And to, to, to use a British euphemism, Steve, they're sando. But you got to do the work at the dining table, whether that's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, whatever. So, again, Eve, and I'll use myself as an example. When I use the Parapharma Cut Stack 150, I counted my calories. I made sure that I was in a deficit 100%. I wasn't even always hitting my protein numbers, which would blow in some minds, Steve. But I was definitely in a deficit. So you got they got some listen, it can get crazy complicated and very confusing when it comes to diets. And there's a lot of information out there which is almost overwhelming. But number one is eating less. Number two is eating healthy. You know, listen, and I get guys sometimes, I've seen this again on the forum, Steve. Oh, people don't oh, yes, you do. You know perfectly well what healthy is. Healthy is greens, it's vegetables, it's fruits, it's lean cuts of meat. It is not hitting the deli. It is not having ready meals. It's definitely not getting takeouts. And you know, goddamn well, it isn't fish and chips or pizza or, or curries or, or whatever. It's You know it's healthy. You know it's lean. You know it's tidy. And it's, it's meal prepping. It's getting up on a Sunday and putting two hours in the kitchen, meal prepping chicken breasts and rice and a handful of vegetables. You know what healthy is. 100%. Give some, give some tips on the diet and the cardio, Steve. You're a much bigger freak on the cardio than I am. Well, here's the thing. Here's my tip. Some of these options we've given you are going to preclude you from doing the type of cardio you want because of the pumps. Monster mentioned the pumps. But also, you know, these steroids, they – Look, you're running them at PED doses. You're gonna they're gonna hit your cardio. Some of them are inflammatory, like Trend, for example, absolutely destroys your cardio. So yeah. if you like to go jogging, you've got to adjust what you're gonna take. Um, you know, one of the th tricks I'll give you is low impact cardio. So yes. find a place that has Pilates, Pyro Pilates specifically. So the nice thing about Pyro Pilates is you have a mat, and you don't leave that mat throughout the class. 
So whether you're doing jumping jacks, whether you're doing push-ups, whether you're doing burpees, whatever, you're not leaving that mat. So you're not getting that impact of going and running on a treadmill, which is horrible because you're heel striking on, on a treadmill or on the pavement or anything, or you're outside on shoes. The nice thing about Pyro Pilates is that you're barefoot on a mat, on a mat, and it's going to be low impact. So you can get in your cardio, high intensity cardio without, you know, moving uh, somewhere and, and moving around and, and, and take and beating down on your knees and beating down on your ankles and beating down on your feet or your hips or whatever. Um, and, and that's, that's really advantageous. Um, so that's a little trick right there. And it's a great, great workout. Um, you know, just to do high intensity for an hour, but that's low impact. That's a huge, huge advantage. Second thing is breakfast. Don't eat breakfast. I haven't eaten breakfast in years. The reason I say don't eat breakfast is when you wake up in the morning, you throw food at your body, your insulin levels shoot up right off the bat. And then they stay elevated throughout the day as you're eating throughout the day. So it makes more sense to just not eat breakfast. So skip breakfast. That's one of the keys to staying lean uh, that I've been able to, you know, tap into. Um, and one of the things, too, that we've been told over the years, especially mobster's generation, is breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Breakfast is important, whatever. That's food company propaganda trying to get you to eat breakfast. Because if everyone stopped eating breakfast, all these cereal companies and all these companies that sell breakfast foods would uh, would be in trouble, right? So they want to keep pushing breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. But it's one of the reasons we're such obese in America is because people wake up and they eat this huge ass breakfast to start their day off and your insulin levels spike to the moon. I mean, they go to like the Denny's or IHOP and they're, they're, they're eating pancakes and putting tons of syrup on it and stuff. So your insulin levels shoot up so fucking high that they still stay elevated beyond what they ever should be in a natural situation because of all this sugar that's in our breakfast foods and all this processed junk, and these nitrates and all this stuff that's in bacon and sausage and all this other stuff. And these oils, these refined oils, they cook the foods. And so even if you, but even if you eat a healthy breakfast, it's still going to have an effect. So what do they do around the world in blue zones where they're lean? Nobody in these blue zones are more than eight or 9% body fat. Okay. It's very, very rare. Everyone stays lean year round. They don't eat breakfast. Okay. And so that's going to be the key here. So if you're a person that you've been used to waking up and eating breakfast, stop eating breakfast. Eat later in the day, do your cardio in the morning, fasted, and then don't eat anything for later on in the day. The longer you go after you do your cardio without eating, the more your body has to tap into those energy stores. So if you're a person out there, I deal with this with clients all the time, they're stuck. They're at 12%, 14%, 15%, 17%, whatever percentage, 10%. They can't get any longer. Like, Steve, what do I have to do to get lower? Do what I'm telling you. Don't eat early in the day, but work out. Do high-intensity cardio. Do cardio. In, in, in this way, you force your body to tap into extra fat. Otherwise, you're just going to spin your wheels. So that's the key. And you can use these steroids along with it. And these steroids will help you build muscle. And they'll even help you burn a little more fat and harden up and dry out. So that's going to be your... Your, your, your tip of the day. So try that if you haven't tried it yet. And you'll notice within a few weeks, you finally break, break that barrier for sure.
And um, look, at the end of the day, know these compounds, know what you're using, listen to the other other podcasts. Don't yeah. don't go and start doing like a cardio program. You're like, oh, Steve, I'm running every day two miles in the morning for my cardio. And you told me on the podcast to go run trend. And I'm like, well, you didn't listen to my podcast. Because if you like to run, you like to do a lot of cardio, you like to do bicycling, go 10 miles on a bicycle, then you shouldn't be using trend because trend will fuck your cardio up. So you got to know these compounds you're using and you got to use them to your advantage. Same thing with Winstrol. You like to go jogging, you're going to get pumps with Winstrol. You're going to get pumps with Anabar, crippling pumps. And it's going to affect how you run. So you got to know what you're putting in your body and how these compounds affect you before you run them. So do your homework, do your research, keep listening to the podcast, and we'll we'll show you exactly what to use. So, Mobster, uh, we have a minute or two left. Why don't you finish up with a final tip and take us a disclaimer? Right, listener. You're doing your research. You're listening to this podcast. The work that you need to do is super, super important, whether it's, like I said earlier on at the dinner table, whether it's cutting out breakfast, whether it's doing cardio first thing in the morning but you're listening to this podcast because that's what you need and want to do. You want to get in the shape. We want you to get in the shape. Parafarma wants to help you to get in the shape. Be that 1%. Be the person that does the work. Trust me, you get 20 guys together, 10 guys, five guys together, one of you will be the person that puts the work in all the way through. Have a bet with a buddy that you're going to get in the shape for the summertime, $20, $100. Be that person listening to this show, listening to the information we give you, looking at Parapharma products, seeing, put the stuff together, doing your own research to confirm what we said, double-checking, updating, make sure that the information is still valid when you listen to the show if it's a couple of years down the road, to get into shape to be the one that's shredded for the beach, for the park, for whatever you're getting for, even if it's just for a challenge, for a bet, for a bet, for a wedding, whatever, for, for, for a high school reunion. I don't care. It's what's super, super important to you. Make a plan. Stick to the plan. Start now. As we record this show, it's middle of February. At the end of February, that's the time to begin, Steve, ready for the summertime. Be that person that can wear a vest or a T-shirt or shorts for months because you listen to this show so 100 we've got your back we want you to succeed come on the forums post comments we want to know what you think what you do to get in shape diet tips of your own how would you stack the products that we discussed today please note we are not doctors and opinions are ours is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic a podcast of the informational purposes and entertainment only the freedom of speech and the first amendment